thank you for joining me on the Reminder to Pause podcast. I'm Anya, and I got together with AP from Trust Fund to discuss how he started his health and wellness journey. We talked about things we like to eat, things we ate in the past, and why it's important to make sure we're putting the best quality foods in our bodies. Enjoy. see when did i start a health and wellness journey i guess it was around the time um i'd say it started around high school actually okay from uh from my from playing sports and trying to stay healthy and then my dad becoming he converted to islam um and told me to stop eating pork okay so i always i wonder like why why he wanted me to stop eating pork and i dug in did my research and i i basically uh found out about all the all the bad things about the stuff that we're eating and ingesting every day Mm-hmm. exactly yeah and then uh i quit eating pork i stopped eating pork i think what was it it was around like 2011 2011 i stopped eating pork and then later on down the line i want to say a few years later i stopped eating red meat mm-hmm. and then so on and so forth uh I stopped eating chicken and fish, but I didn't stop eating chicken and fish until like two or three years ago. Okay. I'm gonna say off, off and on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so. And so, what would, do you? So, do you have? Would you say you have a title right now? I know some people don't like to have a title. I'm one of those people. I don't necessarily. I wouldn't say that I have a title like a vegan or a this or a that. But maybe there's something that you do feel that kind of. Uh, represents how you eat right now. Do you have something like that? Are you kind of uh, just do your my, do your my own cousin, thing? My, my cousin likes to say I'm a flexitarian. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but but I went the first thing first. I started. Um, I went I went full out vegan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I cut out all I cut out all dairy and uh, byproducts. Mm-hmm. I did that for a while, and I was fasting too, and then uh. My job is very strenuous, so I had to. I started eating uh, milk and eggs again. Okay. And then, uh, then we go on these deployments, and they send us in these. They send us to these uh, these distant countries where they don't really have any options available. Exactly. You have to eat, you have to eat whatever's available. So, often on, I've, I've gone off eat. I still haven't eaten any pork, mm-hmm. uh, and I and I don't eat red meat mm-hmm. and. Uh, I haven't had, I actually haven't had any meat for like since I want to say I I try to save it for special occasions when right. celebrate. So last time I ate meat was Christmas. Okay. I think. Christmas. Yep. I understand. Yeah, I kind of understand that. And I kind of like to look at it that way, too, because I think if we would look back and like think about who I mean, I'm not exactly sure if my ancestors are from here or Africa or where they from, but wherever they from, I'm sure that when they were eating meat, they were not eating it daily. Right. If they were getting meat, it was a, you know, it was a special thing that was not just oh, I'm about to pull up somewhere and get this dollar burger. You know, right, meat was a, right. you know, yeah, it was something that was very intentional. They, uh, I think they understood to the value and like how how significant it was to kill an animal and take it for your food, yeah. you know. They used to, yeah, they used to raise their own animals. Exactly. And I told myself I would start, I would probably, 
start eating meat again regularly if I was able to raise my own animals because I really don't know. The big thing is I don't know what they're doing to the food. Exactly. So the safest thing is for us to stay away from it at this point. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't know your farmer, you know. Yeah, any too much of anything can can turn bad. So I mean, you just gotta take it in uh take it in strides, I mm-hmm. guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Try not to overindulge. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So um, and I like that you kind of mentioned how it's not always like a choice for everybody. You know, I, I, a lot of us do have privilege to be able to say, okay, I'm only gonna eat this, and you have the right. ability and access to go to the store and buy what you want, actually. But li- not everybody has that. You, for example, when you're on your deployment, you know, you can't just pull up at the grocery store at Trader Joe's, you know, and get what you want. No, so, I wish. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I know you kind of went back to high school and said that was kind of maybe. The time when you kind of think your wellness journey started, um, I'm kind of curious about if you have been eating well since you were a child. I could say back in my, like when I was a child, I know I ate a lot of processed food um, and I feel like we, a lot of people eat what they eat because it's out of habit, you know, and we started eating that way and then it goes on into adulthood. So we're in the, as child, in a child in childhood (laughs) were you eating you know what do you think your your meals were like back then um how were my meals did your parents cook a lot you know some a lot of kids grew up with parents cooking home cooked meals and then some kids grew up where their parents were maybe you know worked a lot so they ate a lot of processed food or you know some people grew up with their grandmothers where they got home cooked meals every day you know so it's different for everybody uh, we probably had a home cooked meal probably once or twice out the week, maybe. And the rest of the time, we were making we were making it ourselves. And since we were younger, we were just heating stuff up in the microwave, right? And, right. Uh, and, and and getting it freeze and thawing it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It was definitely processed. It was definitely processed though. But but my mom did uh she did uh try to make me eat vegetables, which I really wasn't a fan of mm-hmm. as an adolescent. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Brussels sprouts and okra and broccoli, asparagus. I hated it all, but I mean, so I ate it. I ate it very sparingly, right? As much as I had to. So right, because I and but I, as I as I got into sports, I started noticing like, yeah, I need all that stuff. So right, I started eating it, even though I still didn't like it. Okay, um, and I think that's what it is. I think all of all. I mean, most parents in the world have good intentions when we're when they're out here feeding our kid, feeding their kids, and going to the grocery store and thinking of what they're getting um, for their families. We all have good right. intentions, but as we see, the grocery stores don't always have good intentions, um, in my opinion. So, yeah. <laughs> and plus, a lot of people are just trying to survive, so just being able to eat anything exactly, lesson, so. exactly, any food is what we need, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a, honestly, that's the realest thing really right there is that a lot of us, you know, you can't focus on, oh, I'm going to go get the, the new kale that they got while we're like just surviving, you know, so, Uh (laughs) okay. And okay. We kind of already touched on you getting into food and exercises. You've always been into sports, um, and stuff like that. So that kind of got you into interested into eating. Why do you think it's important 
Why do you think eating and exercising is important for us specifically? I hope you know what I mean when I say us as a community. But why do you think it's, uh, that's important? It's important because we have a past. We have a past of uh, I think we have a past of eating very. Um, I want to say carelessly. Mm-hmm. We got a past. We got a past. We got a past of eating carelessly. Mm-hmm. Almost because we almost. I feel like the. Uh, the athleticism and the build and the muscle is almost automatic. Yes. So it didn't really matter. So it didn't really matter what you ate, mm-hmm. as long as as long as it was good, mm-hmm. and as long as you were and as long as you were full. But as time goes on, there's disparities in the in the healthcare system, and uh, and we have we have illnesses that that are more custom to to melanated people. So I think it's important. It's very important that we just become aware. Mm-hmm. Of what we all you gotta do is just become aware of what you're eating, and once you become aware, you can make a better decision. Absolutely. And uh, what what one of us do it, it, it eventually uh, it magnifies to the family, and then so forth, family and friends, and then the whole community. So mm-hmm. it has it has it has its effects. Yes, and I think you hit on a, a really important thing right there. I think as. Um, us as a community, we do tend to be naturally toned and have nice bodies just because no matter, you know, and you'll hear people say things like that, like, oh, I eat, all I eat is McDonald's and I still got, you know, whatever. You can make right. little comments like that. But um, as we go, like you said, long term, um, if you think about how those things impact your body and then if we think about um our healthcare and the fact that there are things that are more, um, there are some disorders or diseases, illnesses that are more likely to thrive within us, probably again, based on those things that we've eaten and the things that our bodies are running on, like sugars and things like that, Mm -hmm. um, which highly fuel illness and disease. So, wow. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very interesting. Okay. Um, so we all had some childhood food staples. Okay. Um, I think that's one, that's one of the things that I think about a lot. Um, because I know in my house we had our little staples. My mom's staples were, uh, she loves pork chops and like some potato on the side. So we will always have that. Um, but we're trying to, we gotta, we trying to evolve and we still want to eat things that taste good, of course. So what's a staple that you really like that tastes good and doesn't, uh, cause all of those, um, detriments that the Mm. pork chops and the potatoes cause no shade to those cause it was fire back in the day, but, (laughs) um, a staple right now or a staple back then? I would say you could tell us both. If you want to tell me your childhood staple, you can tell me that. But I really want to share, like, start to share and grow a knowledge base that we can all kind of access and be like, okay, that's one staple you got. Let me try that, add that, see if I like that, you know. And just give people, because we, I think it's like our taste buds are a little, I don't know. I just be feeling like some people, they have their, like, maybe their vegan meals. And I've tried them, and I find it very bland. But when I cook my food, like, I, you know. I hook it up okay so it's it's different and so I just want to start to highlight some of the staples it could be a simple thing honestly it ain't have it doesn't have to be a whole meal it could be a snack or just something that you enjoy that is still a plant-based item we're 
when I was younger, I definitely looked forward to the uh, the family outings. I definitely, I definitely dig the, the sweet potatoes and the macaroni and cheese and the wings and the and the I dug the ham, uh-huh. all that, the, the dressing, turkeys, all that. I, I definitely dug the family outings. And mm-hmm. uh, when I when we didn't do the outings, uh, I, you know, kids love chicken nuggets from McDonald's. So. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of those. That was my go-to. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And probably and probably pizza pizza rolls too. Pizza okay. Rolls too. So those were the but, childhood staples. Yeah, for sure. But now, now I think I think my favorite thing is uh, I gotta say mushrooms right now. Okay. It's a good. It's, it, it, I wouldn't call it a substitute because I try not to substitute meat for it, vegetables. Exactly. I just try to just eat the vegetables. Mm-hmm. But um. I can't I, I can't get enough of mushrooms. I try, I put them in almost everything. Um and I definitely I definitely doctor up my my meals. I definitely use a lot of a different seasoning mm-hmm. that I didn't even that I didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. And that definitely and that definitely play, that plays a big part in the uh the vegetarianism and the veganism is uh the seasoning. Mm-hmm. Sure. Exactly. I agree 100%. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so I guess we're going to close out here. So, um, can you tell us one tip that would make being plant-based easy and taste good? I guess you gave us one really with the seasonings and vegetables, but if you have any other, just maybe a tip for anybody who eats meat all the time or, and they're trying to be plant-based, you know, if you just had a general tip that you could give someone, what, what would it be? Um, it would be the um. Let's see. Let me think. I know. When I, when I was when I was having a hard time, I had I had to find the motivation behind eating healthy. Mm-hmm. And I've always uh always had my my uh ideologies about the system is in our government. Mm-hmm. And I just knew that, and I just knew it wasn't really aligning with what I wanted to do in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I so I told myself every time I I choose. I choose what's best for me, which is putting the best food in my body. Um, it's a revolutionary act, mm-hmm. even on the, on the smallest scale. So mm-hmm. I take it. I take. I take it a day at a time. Yeah, yeah. I think a meal that... at a meal at a time. I mean, you might. I might have some slip ups and I might fall, but I know where my destination and my uh, and my goals are. So I take it a day. At a, take it a day at a time. Yeah. Try new, try new things. I just, I looked up. I just look up different, uh, different vegetarian meals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I heard, take it a day at a time. You know, I heard, uh, look up different recipes. I heard, understand that this is a revolutionary act. Choosing to put something good in your body—that's a revolution. That's a small. Re- honestly, it's a big one. Honestly, that's a, but that's an act right there that you can take, uh, a peaceful act that really mm-hmm. makes a difference. So yeah, much for sure. Yeah, and it, and it starts to have a, it starts to have an effect on how you how you treat yourself and, mm-hmm. and your mind and what your relationships and where you go. So mm-hmm. definitely, what you put in your body definitely translates to to the material world. So yeah, yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking that time to talk to me and share what you've learned over time and what's working for you. Um, and I just appreciate that. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you. No problem. All right. It's my pleasure. Of course. <laughs>